Welcome in to the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am Patrick Lyons. <laughs> what a traumatic intro. I'm Susie Hunter. Patrick, the Rockies just won another series. The reverence, because they are irrelevance. They are very relevant right now, the yes. Colorado Rockies. Exciting. That's what Cal said well. before we started the show. He's like, yeah, they're relevant. I'm like, that sometimes is one of the nicest things you can say about the Rockies. No, but this series was kind of a treat. It was. Rockies win the rubber match on Wednesday, 11-6. to So many debuts in this series, both Major League debuts and both debuts with a new team. We've got news on another debut that's about to happen for the Colorado Rockies. Are we flush with debuts right now? So flush. So flush. So absolutely flush with the debuts for the Colorado Rockies, who've now won four of their last five series, five of their last seven. So five of seven since Brenton Doyle was promoted. The dude came through again today with a triple. The perfect combination of power and speed. The triple. Oof. That's Brenton Doyle. And we've, that, got a, we've got a nickname alert. We could have a new nickname for him. We'll get to that later. Okay, okay. Did we'll you, see if you like it. Did you think of this? Or were you talking about this with other press members? Where did this nickname come from? We, I was having a conversation with Nick Roke of The Athletic. And something happened. And I go, hey, wait a minute. Brenton Doyle's from Virginia. Ergo, and again, that, that's the big teaser for today's show Got of it. why you need to watch okay. is because we could have a really good nickname. But Graham Ashcraft versus Austin Gomber. Austin Gomber, not his best today, but yet still good. Uh, still still contributed fairly well. Buddy seemed to think actually his stuff was, was really good. Did give up two runs in the second. Got out of that. Austin Couldn't Gomber really... didn't think his stuff was good. No, he didn't. He didn't like his stuff today. No, but he also was not downtrodden. He had a look of a guy that's like, yeah, I'm a pretty damn good pitcher. I didn't have a good day today. And that was it. I think, was it after the second inning? After two innings, Gomber had given, uh, Gomber had thrown 51 pitches. Yeah, that, 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 was, was, that was a yikes moment for me. That wasn't great. Yeah, the fifth inning, it, it unraveled. But again, you know, gave up uh, a double there. He, he walked a couple guys. The Reds were uh, very opportunistic, I, I would say, there in yeah. that moment. So. Uh, he was he was all right, but the offense came through in a big way. Obviously, they're big fans of the show, so they decided, hey, we love the batting around <laughs> segment. Let's do it. Not once, but twice. The fifth and sixth inning. Two great. innings of batting around in a row. And both types of batting around, and too. And both types of batting around, correct. Five runs in each of those. <laughs> Everybody in the lineup had either a base hit or an RBI, which is pretty good. You had six different players with... Two hits or more. I think there might have been five guys with two RBI. So that was uh, that was really impressive. Again, the offense did it too. When when they were behind, it was five mm-hmm. nothing. And Graham Ashcraft, who uh, had, had he's had some troubles, I think, uh, over the last month or so. But his first like two or three starts, he was really good. Mm-hmm. And you sort of recognize that because David Bell stuck with him, despite the fact that the bases were loaded. He couldn't throw a strike. Rockies were really starting to surge, and yet left him out there for the entirety of the fifth inning for I the Rockies was, to take the lead. That was a little strange, right? I was shocked. I was, I think someone from our account even tweeted that. Like, how is this guy still in after <laughs> yeah. giving up five runs in one inning and giving up your five-run lead? Very true. We saw Michael Tolia get his first base hit of 2023, uh, which was very important because he struck out his only three at-bats on Tuesday, mm-hmm. struck out his first at bat. Or no, he didn't strike out his first at bat on Wednesday. He hit into a double play, inning inning double play, but then got off the schneid. Two base hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there was an RBI in there too. So that was nice to see him get himself started uh, offensively. Michael Anthony Tolia. He's a sweet boy. That is really his middle name. It I is, like yeah. couldn't I couldn't remember if it was or if I just like made his name more Italian. No, that is his. I had to look it up yesterday. <laughs> I because I forgot. I was on his page today and I go Michael Anthony Tolia and I and I thought, wait, is that just a guess or do I know that? I didn't know it. It just feels right. It does feel right. It feels right. Our but, our, our our little Italian prince. But he is no door Matt. M A T. Michael Anthony Tolia. Got it. Initials. You know what? That was a reach. You got to be paying attention, folks. That was a reach. Uh, what's not a reach is Jake Bird. The badass, Jake, the badass bird, coming in two innings, little glove tap, just a, a little subtle glove tap 
uh, to strike out the the final batter in his second inning of work. Yeah, because he, he was, didn't do anything. He did no celebrations after his first inning of work. No, very very low key there. I was thinking, you know, is there anybody in the Reds dugout that's gonna have the same issue with him? And I was like, yeah, the Reds they don't have. They don't have those kind of household names, let's just say. I was going to say, too, um, a lot of the... I don't know if it was just, like, you know, guys on first base standing next to Michael Tolia, and he's so tall that he made them look short. But the Reds have a lot of short kings. That new guy they just called up, what's his face? Um, uh, Oh, Matt McClain. Matt McClain is 5'8". Tiny guy. He's shorter than me. Yeah. The back of his baseball card, it does say teensy. (laughs) Which is weird. But yeah, like they have like a bunch of guys that are like 5'11". I'm like, compared to the Rockets, I'm like, the Rockets have a lot of tall guys. Uh, somebody else was saying that in the press box. Like, man, they, they got a lot of, they got a lot of tallums. Got, yeah. A lot of tall but guys. yeah, Red's got a lot of shorties. Yeah. Uh, also very tall and, and very <laughs> monumental. Riley Pint gets his major league <sighs> debut today. Riley Pint. Only able to get one out. Uh, did walk three guys. But for a guy that's just had such a long journey, that's... You know, been been well discussed here on our podcast. Yeah. Article up at the DNVR.com discussing it from retiring just because of the pressures of being a, a first round pick and a fourth overall pick in the MLB draft in 2016 out of high school. Maybe it just became too much, the the hype and the expectations. And and all of those tools are there. He's he's still incredibly gifted, throwing up there 95, 96 miles an hour. Uh, striking out a ton of guys down in AAA, but also walking a ton of guys. So a lot of it was walks. it was nice that despite the fact there was only twenty two thousand in the ballpark, it felt like there was a lot more than that there because everybody was clapping when Riley got called into the game in the ninth. Well, we also we have his whole post game interview too that we can play in a little bit. But uh, I I asked him because it sounded like there were thirty people there <laughs> for him. I'm like, yeah, it sounds like there were a lot of people there for you. Who like of your friends and family were there? She was like, everyone had to leave because like he sat in the bullpen for how many days? He's like, it was just my fiance there. I'm like, well, either she is as loud as thirty people. Or, you know, he's been a guy that we've been talking about for seven years almost at this point. So hopefully people just remembered. I'm glad you asked that question because that's one that maybe gets overlooked because you assume there's still plenty of people in the ballpark. But, like, yeah, I mean, he's been up since, was it Saturday was his first day? No, it was Sunday because he was there for the bench-clearing incident. Yes. And, like, hey, welcome to the big leagues. Just hold on to the back of Justin Lawrence's jersey. Oh, he's running out? I'm, I'm going to run out too. Uh, <laughs> and you're right. But but to your point, you know, we've heard about him so for so long and the Rockies organization, I think the, the whole familial connection uh, within the organization and the loyalty, I think that also extends to the fans too. And in the best possible ways is that Rockies fans are very loyal to their guys and they, they love their prospects. They love the, the new draftees. And so for Riley Pine, uh, it's been a name that you've heard about for a while and you know his story. And so it feels as if it's somebody that you know or someone that you go, hey, I went to high school with that guy. You know, great family, great kid, good person. You want to see them succeed. And yet you might have, have never run across Riley Pine in your life, but he feels that close to you like you have that connection with him. You know what that's called? It's called a parasocial relationship. That's right. Yes. I have a lot of them with people that I follow online. Yes. I think we all have a lot of Freud and Freud today. That's having happiness over someone's happiness. Oh, I like I believe, that. I believe or, I'm using we, that correct. Should we listen to Riley Pine and what he had to say after the game? I, I would love to because we were all waiting. Uh, we didn't want to talk to Austin Gomber. We want to talk to Brenton Doyle. We didn't talk, about, talk to anybody that had two RBI. It was all about talking to the mm-hmm. man of the hour, making his major league debut, 25-year-old Riley Pine. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty special. Um, you know, those are the kind of things you dream about, you know, growing up. And just to be out there on the big league, meet, uh, big league field, I mean, it was incredible. For you, after the game, uh, I'm sure the embrace with your team, what, what did that feel like for you? Because I know so many guys have been pulling for you. Yeah, no, it was cool. I mean, just to see a lot of these guys that, you know, I've grown up, or came through the system playing with, uh, you know, so they've kind of been through it with me. Um, but, yeah, it was pretty special to just have that kind of support around you. Is there somebody along the path? I mean, from Chris Forbes' parent, I mean, like, when you were on the mound, what hit you? Uh, I mean, I think everything, uh, you know, from the very beginning to, you know, retiring and coming back. I mean, it was all kind of very surreal at the, you know, the same moment. So it all kind of hit me at once. But, uh, no, I mean, it was great. I mean, had a lot of emotions out there, but, I mean, it was awesome. 
Sorry. Was it hard to sit there for a couple of days? Like, were you getting antsy to be like, let me in, I want to pitch? I mean, yeah, a little bit, but I mean, we were in close games, and I mean, we got one of the best bullpens in baseball right now, so I mean, you got to let those guys go. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was definitely a little antsy, but uh, while I got in there, so it was good. What was going through your mind as you ran out from the bullpen? Uh, kind of just same thing, just, you know, everything kind of hit me at once, uh, you know, from the very beginning to the end. So, I mean, it was uh, very, uh, it was very cool to be out there uh, for the first time. We heard a lot of people out there supporting you. Who did you have here at the game today? Uh, I actually just had my fiance. My family had to go home for work, so <laughs> they were uh, they were gone, but my fiance was here supporting me. Is it something that you're looking forward to next time out? I mean, now that you, you got a taste of it, is there something that you can work on? And then when you come back, it's, it's a little different result for you? Yeah, I think definitely, you know, coming back. I mean, going down is one of those things where I got to kind of tighten up the things that, you know, weren't sharp today. Um, but, yeah, I think just going down there and just making sure I every single day I'm on it and, you know, get better every single time out. The crowd was really excited for, for you to come in and, and make your debut. Coming into the bullpen, that whole experience, were you able to kind of absorb some of the things that were happening, or were you just catching your breath and just trying to stay in the moment for yourself and your game? Yeah, definitely I was trying to stay in the moment. Uh, you know, it did kind of get to me a little bit. Uh, I mean, it was such a cool moment, so I think uh, – you know, had a little bit of that going on, but yeah, I think I try to stay in the moment for the most part. If you could kind of explain when things go a little bit awry, like today, what happens and what happens when you're successful at pulling those things back in? Yeah, I mean, you know, for me, it's, you know, day games are tough. You know, I got sweaty hands, so uh, <laughs> it's a little bit uh, tough kind of gripping the ball, but uh, that's just something I got to get better at and, you know, just try to work on that when I'm down there. Thank you, Riley. All right, before we talk about what Riley had to say, I want to talk about what we were talking about off air in that Kale and Riley Pint are maybe the same person. Corduroy hats, similar facial hair. Both were recently rocking mustaches. Both are, you know, about 25, 26 years old. I've seen both at Coors Field as well. Yeah, but, you know, I've never seen them in the same place. You know, uh, other than mm. the fact that he's probably six inches taller than me, I think we're on to something. Uh, Riley Pine is 6'5". More, more like eight. So he's but. like nine <laughs> inches taller than me. Cool. <laughs> Love that. Do you, do you have a webcam that you can show your, your look today? Uh, sure. Or are you going to opt out? I you can, may have to dye your beard with uh, black yeah. ink. <laughs> Corduroy hat fam, let's go. That's it. Gen Z cuspers, let's go. <laughs> IROD505 in our DNVR Sports chat uh live on youtube great comeback win i mean that's been the thing that they've been lacking it is, is yeah you're so is right coming back and, and and not tapping out not that they tap out i mean uh, i've <laughs> covering this team for the last couple years there have been plenty of times where it seems like they're tapping out but they're really trying they're trying to come back mm-hmm. uh, and now it seems like they've got that they've got so much momentum on their side three games behind the final wild card also you know six games <laughs> under 500 <laughs> I mean, that might be the more important number. We, we talked mm-hmm. about that earlier this week with Kevin Henry, a fan-sided. But it's still like, wow, okay. You know, have they? Do you think that they've put the rough start behind them? You know, eight-game losing streak and whatnot. Is that, is that in the rearview mirror? Are they kind of a new team now? Maybe not a team that's going to go out and win every single series, including ones on the road. But are they now maybe really becoming themselves not even the best version, but the most normalized version of themselves. Well, if you look at the 26-man roster between uh, opening day and today, it kind of is a new team. Ooh. And all, yeah. Also, like a basically a brand new rotation. In the past three weeks, I've mentioned this before, we've lost an entire rotation's worth of starters. So, yeah, like this is a team that keeps shedding skin and becoming a new thing every couple of weeks. That's it. The the head is Kyle Freeland, the tail Austin Gomber. Everything else is, is changed. Yeah. We've got new skin. And like so many guys have come back too from injuries, like Randall Gritchick has come back. Yep. Tyler Kinley's working on coming back. Marquez you know? back and then and then out again. And then Senza back and then out again. Yeah. Yeah, very this true. This is a chaotic time for the Colorado Rockies. It is. Good. Chaotic but good. Fernando Abad, that's the thing. Thirty seven year old Fernando Abad makes his Debut with the Rockies and has a day a bad time a bad time <laughs> yes uh, and we had yesterday on Tuesday's game Chase Anderson 35 year old mm-hmm. but Black said you know what uh, we're gonna be scouring the waiver wire I I, I subject us to uh, to rename the rock pile the scrap heap because the Rockies right now are picking up <laughs> folks off the scrap heap and quite literally it seems like they're gonna be looking for people to pitch uh, or or play somewhere on the diamond 
from the rock pile. I'm sitting up in the scrap heap. I like that. I like um, that. Uh, it's so funny. I mean, I, I always say the Rockies have hoarder energy. Right now, the Rockies are like, it's like them walking through a yard sale. It's like, ah, I got to grab this. Ah, I got to grab that. It worked for them last year in yeah. a lot of different ways. It definitely did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, hey, sometimes something that's old can be, can be new again to us. But what, what is, like, really brand new is so many of the things that are on our menu here at the DNVR oh bar. Oh, my gosh. So many of the pillars that we have. Look, if you, if you haven't been back since the last Nuggets run to the postseason, our bar is a little bit different. And I think the results are also going to be a little bit different here. With the Denver Nuggets, we've got watch parties going on. Every other day. I mean, that's just kind of how it works. Yeah. All of the even-numbered days, right? 18th, 20th. Oh, yeah. It's a good rhythm. If, you die, if you're mm -hmm. a diehard, right, you're signed up to the DNVR.com. You get 15% off all of your food and drink, 20% off all the gear. And dropping tonight, you're hearing it first, our next takeover, baby. Oh, let's go. It's going to sell out just like it did the last time. So we're giving you that advanced warning because you are a diehard by watching us. The link should be available tonight at the dnvr.com. That's where you're going to go. Get your tickets. It is June 10th against the San Diego Padres. Woo! Saturday, June 10th. And that's a day game. Wait, wait. Can I tell you something so yes. funny? Um, okay, so as you know, the takeover last time sold out. Yeah. Um, uh, and a bunch of the people on the bus were, we've been calling them randos. They were people that we did <laughs> not know before. They weren't really affiliated with DMVR. They weren't diehards. They weren't familiar with the product. Um, I was at the game with them on Saturday night because my friend Danny and I were going to the game. He ran into them when he was out at lunch. Oh, wow. Invited them to come to the game with us. Just the smallest world kind of thing. I'm like, okay, like we're lifelong friends now. So if you were looking That's for cool. some lifelong friends who appreciate baseball and love a day game out at Coors Field on a Saturday, this is your chance. The Rockies are winning right now with a bunch of randos. So you're going to win <laughs> with a bunch of randos at the DNVR takeover <laughs> Rockies Padres comes with a $15 concession voucher. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just enough for some nachos and a beer. Also, look at this fire shirt that you're going to get included. Freebie. Kale, Absolutely. thank you. Yes. Love that. That's going to be an absolute banger. Fernando Tatis's first, well, his second game, actually. Mm -hmm. He plays Friday night. But mm -hmm. it's his return, that series, uh, for the first time at Coors Field since 2021. Wow. So let's get out there and heckle them real good, folks. Yeah, and that's going to be a game, too, where it's probably going to sell out, right? Saturday, mm -hmm. we're, we're getting there. The weekends are still a hot ticket. During the week, not as much. But Padres fans, they've been traveling because... Unfortunately. Financially, it's hard for them to get a ticket in San Diego. Spend Facts. a weekend in Denver. It's probably going to cost you the same amount. You're going to have a little bit more fun. So the tickets are going to be hard to come by. But that's why you come to us at the dnvr.com and dnvr locker to buy your ticket because you can't necessarily get it on the secondary market on a place like Game Time Tickets. Mm -hmm. Now, what's really great is if you wait close to the start of an event, um, about an hour or so is when uh, you can kind of make that move. Even two hours out, you can get them for maybe about face value. The Padres one, I, I don't think that's going to happen at all. If anything, you're probably going to spend less for our ticket with the free shirt, the concession voucher, mm -hmm. uh, the commute. We're going to drive you from the bar to that's the, the that's ballpark. That's the big thing is, you know, you're not going to have to worry about parking in Lodo. Yeah. You don't have to try to catch an Uber. It's just you can park here, get an Uber yep. here. We're going to bus you on over. The bus is so fun, too. Yeah. And, but for all the other games, you go to Game Time Tickets and you use code DNVR so you can get 20% or excuse me, $20 off. And, and again, you're going to get $20 off your Nuggets tickets too if you're going to try to get into the game on Thursday night. Again, wait closer to one hour. You can do that. Use promo code DNVR on the Game Time Ticket app. Pins and Aces, Colorado Company, man, they are the brand for golf here at the DNVR and, and really the, the brand for Colorado golf. They're doing amazing things uh, besides just the gear that they have. So you can look really sharp while you're on the links. You can also get the liquor stick. So it looks like a putter, but it's got a little bit of an oomph. Uh, you can, you can drive a long way with what's inside that putter. If you know what I'm um, saying. I was going to say too, um, we had the liquor stick on set the other day. I'm like, this is heavy. <laughs> It's 
like really hefty. It's very sturdy. It's nice. They got a beer sleeve as well. So look, if you don't want to wait around for the cart to drive by or to get to the 19th hole, you can get yourself set up with that with pins and aces. And you use promo code DNVR, you're going to get $15 off, excuse me, 15% off your first order. And you're going to get free shipping, which that in and of itself could be $15. So you're going to save a lot by going with pins and aces, the official golf partner of the DNVR. Chat's popping off. Pennywise, Britton Doyle is good. He is good, confirmed. The triple, just <laughs> absolutely fantastic. Seeing him do his thing. He rounded second. He was like, I'm taking a triple. Schaefer had not given the like the go sign. I think it was McMahon that was on third base. Mm-hmm. But Doyle was like, I'm I'm gunning for it. And he Doyle's just like, him take off. Please, I'm so fast. Just let me have third base. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> Leandro saying, Daddy Doyle. Ooh, Looking like Prime Ellsbury. Saucy. Love that comp. Jacoby Ellsbury? Yeah. With more pop. Now, Ellsbury did have that one season. I think he might have hit 27 home runs. Of course, that was the year that he was going into free agency. Got himself paid by the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Didn't really hit very many home runs after that. Uh, but I think Doyle will be able to uh, keep that kind of consistency going for himself. Four home runs, six stolen bases. Only Corbin Carroll, amongst National League rookies, has more home runs. Then Doyle's four and more mm-hmm. stolen bases than his six. So, and also, Corbin Carroll's combo. been up this whole season. Doyle's been up here for three weeks. Three weeks? That's he it. He is incredible. That's true. Irod505, again, pointing out, maybe I play better on this. the road. But, I mean, not right now, right now. As a franchise, yes, they've won their last three road series. I was going to say, too, the Rockies' home and away record is kind of similar. Uh, they're yeah. 10 and 12 at home. They're 9 and 13 away. Like, that's very similar. Yeah. Yeah. And I think at some point the Rockies this season had one more on the road than at home. Yeah, they played some really good teams, so yeah. I, I'm uh, I'm loving that. Uh, you got to got to really think about this for a second when it comes to the Reds with Joey Votto on the 60 day IL. Like, who's the biggest name over there? And you do have Jonathan India, the Rookie of the Year award winner in 2021. But Will Myers, mm. the Coors Field killer, 13 career home runs at Coors Field. Almost all of them with the Padres. 44 RBI. Only 15 visiting players have more home runs at Coors Field than Lolo Will Myers, believe it or not. Dude dominates. This series is not very good. He was one for four coming into today. I think he did have uh, uh, another base hit uh, at some point in the game. He did have a single. So he was one for five. Two for ten. That's keeping him in check as best as possible yeah. for a guy who's dominated here like Will Myers. Um, okay, can I just say, um, the Reds, on the Reds' official Twitter account, back when um, the Reds had a lead, they were calling this game today the Luke Maley game. He Ooh. hit that solo, solo homer. Had a double in his first at-bat and as he well. he had a double, yeah. Helped get them up 5 nothing before the Rockies uh, kind of wrecked that for them. But Do they, people did, remember did they losses? Ju- did they... Did they jinx it? I think they jinxed it. They need to pull that tweet down. They need to delete. Pull it down. You know, maybe I'll comment on them and say delete this. Also, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Maley might have might have gone to the mound, and when the pitching coach was talking with Graham Ashcroft in that fifth inning when he gave up five runs, Maley might have been like, "Trust me, coach. He's got the stuff. He's gonna get out of this jam. He didn't get out of the jam." So Luke Maley game. Nah, I'm I don't ca- think I'm so. I'm replying to their tweet. It's not too late to do this. I don't think this. so. I'm a cyber bully today, ladies and gentlemen. Do it. Enjoy. Do it. Brandon Williamson made his major league debut on Tuesday during a Reds 3-1 win. Rockies lost. Chase Anderson looked really solid. Five innings pitched. Uh, didn't allow a run. Uh, he was really, really good. I think it was... What were the numbers on that? I think it was the first time a guy making his debut for the Rockies had gone five innings and hadn't given up a run since Antonio Senzatella uh, back in 2017 uh, in his rookie season. I think that was his, uh, his first start, in fact. Funny coincidence, and Thomas Harding wrote about this a little bit uh, for MLB.com, that uh, the first guy that Antonio Senzatella ever struck out, it was Chase Anderson. Really? Chase Anderson actually started in that game against Antonio Senzatella. So it's just kind of strange. He comes that's into baseball. He comes into that's baseball. <laughs> that's baseball. Comes in to replace him, basically. That's right. That's really funny. And that is baseball. You're correct. We did mention on Tuesday, like, man, you're really being thrown to the wolves, uh, making your debut at Coors Field. Yeah, Williamson, only the tenth player ever to make their debut at Coors Field. Last time it happened, July second, twenty nineteen. Jose Urquidy of the Houston Astros. Hmm. That's pretty good. Do you think the Rockies, do you think any other teams 
that have City Connect jerseys are allowed to wear white pants? Because the Rockies did that today. They work. They look good. Yeah. I don't know that any other team has multiple City Connect looks. We might be the only one. And you know what? I mean, I feel like the Dodgers should because that blue on blue is just too much. Well, they've got they got the black, right? That was like 2021 no. was the blue on blue. And then they went with like black last year. Did they? Where like zero creativity. Zero creativity. The Dodgers? Yeah. I didn't see a black one. Maybe they, it was just the cap. Could it have just been the cap. Oh, no, but like changed? I'm saying like they've got like the Dodger blue jersey. Right. And Dodger blue pants, mm-hmm. which I think is atrocious. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. They, maybe should, it was just they the cap. should do a pants swap. Maybe it was just the cap. Maybe they, they just had a black cap because I think there might be some black in that in that blue jersey. But you're right. Yeah, they could possibly do that. But the thing that works so well with the Rockies is they got the mountains and then the white yeah. on the top. So it's not just a dark colored jersey with white pants. It does kind of flow. It does it, work. It flows better than anything. Yeah, it works really well. Chad Cool was shook when he saw it. <laughs> the Reds did a thing that happens at least once a year. Never buy a team in the NL West. Someone from the bullpen roamed into the batter's eye in center field. It was multiple guys. Multiple, multiple guys. Multiple guys out there. And you can see them so clearly because they're wearing all red. They're you can't just... be in the batter's side during a game. What are we doing? Walking through the trees, it did look like they were, you know, walking through the corn stalks in Iowa for Field of Dreams where they would just disappear behind <laughs> a large, you know, blue spruce or an evergreen mm-hmm. and then just uh, just appear again. That was, uh, that always ends up seems happening. So we were talking about the batter's eye in center field and... I had, I don't know what day it was. Maybe it was Monday. Monday, overcast. You weren't Uh there. I was not. I walked the ballpark, I think, for the first time in like years. I walked all the way up to the top of the rock pile just to look at. Maybe I was tempting fate like, Lord, strike me dead right now with a thunderous lightning bolt. Uh, It didn't happen, thankfully. Patrick, so dramatic. I wasn't trying for that, but I was like (laughs) reflecting back on it. I was like, that's kind of weird. Are you um, okay? Walk to the top of section 403. Do you need to talk? Of the rock pile slash scrap heap. No, I'm, I, I think I'm okay. Okay. But walk the park and then, you know, walk to the batter's eye and just looked at it and, and, and talk with the, one of the groundskeepers about it and, and reflecting. Because I've seen old clips playing. I mean, I've, I've been to Coors many a time when I was younger in the 90s, but I didn't remember that, like, even in the 98 All-Star game, they didn't even plant anything out there. You know, they brought in somebody to do landscaping, a famous landscaper, apparently, Mm -hmm. to put some stuff out there. Now the trees are really big. Mm -hmm. Sort of thought, you know, you could maybe sell some of the, like, pine cones that are out there. Oh, that's cute. You could have a little Coors Field Christmas tree farm. Like, that's an idea. Now, we couldn't really get a hold of it. But if there's, like, a crafty groundskeeper that could hook it up, that I feel like people would pay a couple bucks, not a ton, but they would pay a little bit for one of those cones on those trees out there and, and grow their own in their backyard. That's pretty I, cool, right? I like, really love that idea. So are those those trees that are out there, those are all like 30 years old then, right? They're cone berry, uh, 20, 25. Okay. Yeah, actually closer to 20. But okay. yeah. Yeah, so yeah, they're getting big out there. So we talked about the ivy, and, and this is where Nick Roke was, mm-hmm. you know, he'd learned that the uh, the name of the ivy specifically is slightly different than the one that's at Wrigley. That's called a Boston ivy. But the one that we have in Wrigley has a Boston ivy? That's what theirs is called, yes. Interesting. Interesting, right? But the one that we have out in center field, which is starting to get green, it'll, it'll take over maybe uh, by the next homestand, is called a Virginia Creeper. And thought that's a is this interesting the nickname? name. There's a bird called the brown creeper. Is this the nickname for Brenton Doyle? And realized Brenton Doyle <laughs> is from Virginia. Is he the Virginia creeper? He, you know what? I don't want to call him that because that has like other implications. Look, who scales the wall in center field better than Brenton Doyle, the Virginia <gasps> creeper? Oh this, my god! I think this works. I kind of love it. I kind of don't love it. Because it implies that Brenton Doyle is creepy when he is a very nice young man. He's very nice. He's a very he's a great nice guy. young man. Yes, he's a creeper in the sense that he's going to creep up on those fly balls. He's going to creep up on those fly he's gonna balls. He's going to creep up on your bases and steal them. It's sad that we live in a world where the word creeper now gets such a bad connotation. You know, it's just like, ah, oh. but it's true. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know that that's really going to catch. But you know but what? But it should, right? I think. I think that was a very clever conversation you guys had. Thank you. And that was worth the wait. We did. It was worth the wait. 63,000 was the attendance for these three games. 
pretty low. Yeah. Most of them were just children that sang the national anthem. We got to start. They got to really do. I don't know. We need to change the audition process for these kids because those kids today were off key. I I actually missed it. I think that's a shame because as someone who Kale, Kale is a singer. You've auditioned for things. I've auditioned for things. Not everyone has to make the audition just because they showed up. Yeah, that's fair. Like they were off key. No one was singing the same note. Here's the thing, though. If you're the Rockies and you force all of those children to sell 50 tickets, and if they don't, they have to eat the cost, you're kind of okay with a couple kids singing off-key, no? But the national anthem is not about getting people to buy tickets. It's about honoring America. And at this point, I'm just saying, the quality of performances for the national anthem this season has been downright un-American. I'm going to die on this hill. I mean... This yeah. is like kind of spicy. I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of sick of it. I'm kind of sick of hearing like these <laughs> choirs that are off key every game. Okay, in the chats right now, D Monfort 22 uh, <laughs> says, "Hey, <laughs> some of us gotta sell tickets somehow, yo." Sent from iPad. So that's the comment that we got. I, I don't think they're gonna change the format. If you, <laughs> <laughs> for legal purposes, this is a joke. <laughs> I don't know where the comment just but disappeared. I am being uh, the evidence dead is gone. serious. I mean, if you if that's your strategy for selling tickets is uh, conning these kids and their parents in exchange for performances yeah. that disrespect America, that's a terrible strategy. Yeah, Francis Francis Key. Wait, what? Francis Scott Key? Yes. John Philip Souza? Speaking of Souzas, Tiago Souza. Greetings from Brazil. It was a segue. Ooh. It was a segue to a chat. In the DNVR Sports channel here on YouTube. Yes, I had a good time actually talking with our homie Abel yesterday about international baseball. How did you get on? How did you get a, an interview with Abel? Yeah, he's showing me all the like interviews he's got. He's like, here's Lourdes Guriel, here's Eugenio Suarez. I'm like, I do not belong in that group, Abel. Abel is like just so he's magnetic. Awesome. He is everyone's friend. Um, I feel like Abel can do no wrong, can do whatever he wants. <clears throat> Um, and yeah, what an honor for yeah. you. What did you guys talk about? Uh, the history of baseball, baseball and it's, you know, it's Oh, he needed a nerd. Impact on, yes. He needed a nerd. Okay, now a I understand. A lot of history talk. <laughs> now I get it, okay. About how the game has, not how much of it, uh, it, it has evolved, but just, you know, where, where it's, it's come from and, and why it was America's pastime. Can it get back to being America's pastime? So, uh, mm. that's kind of a, a fun one. Not Sean Doolittle, but Sean Doodle. What's going on? Hey, I, hey, Sean. Did I pronounce that right? Maybe. Yeah, that looks Dowdle. like doodle to me. It, it could, could be doodle. Let we us got, know if we're saying it right. Thanks, Sean. We appreciate ju- it. Jump into the chat. Yeah, we, we appreciate everybody. Uh, and we appreciate Bud Black's honesty because you asked him mm. point blank. We needed to know what was going to happen this weekend because there was a possibility that they just basically wouldn't replace Ryan Feltner in the rotation. That they were just, they got an off day on Thursday, so it's just reset the rotation. Freeland can pitch on Friday. And then they would need somebody for... Tuesday of next week against the Marlins and then even after that. But they decided, you know what? Let's make it a little bit juicier and start Kyle Freeland on Saturday against John Gray in Gray's first start against the Colorado Rockies. That is appointment viewing 205 mm-hmm. on AT&T Sportsnet or KOA Radio. It's not an ad read for them. I'm just hyped. People yeah. should be watching Gray against Freeland on Saturday. I'm very excited that they have decided to, uh, yes, get Kyle Freeland starting on Saturday against John Gray. This is going to be good. And, of course, we're going to be... We're going to see the debut of Carl Kaufman on That's Friday. That's the guy Sean Dowdle is going to be waiting for. Uh, the Carl Kaufman's debut. He's been a guy that... He was one of the next men up. It's it's funny. There's been other men who have gotten opportunities to start, but he was one of those guys that wasn't on the 40-man roster mm-hmm. that I thought would get a- uh, added. Chase Anderson comes up on the waiver wire. You jump at an opportunity like that. Pay, you can't pass on a Chase Anderson. No. You no, can't. You can't. You can't pass on a Robert Chase Anderson. Real name. Is his first name Robert? Robert Chase Anderson. That's so interesting. Because, as it's well known in the press <clears throat> box, I love names. You do. As you were poor, the poor intern uh, for the uh, for the comms department. Poor Chase had to listen. You were like, "Hey, Chase, have you ever heard of a double, a unique? double unique?" And I'm like, "All right, actually, I'm leaving." Goodbye. I do have the reputation. Well, Danielle Allentuck, uh, today was her uh, her last day yeah. uh, covering the Colorado Rockies for the Denver Gazette. But she was the one. She said it earlier this week because I said something about names, 
and she busted my chops. But she's right. I love names. You like, do. I'm a big name guy. Big name guy. Robert Chase Anderson. That's I love it. That. That's it. Veronica Susanna Hunter. Not a lot of people know that. It's not my name. Not a lot of people know that. It's not my name. New bit. Different. <laughs> New bit. It's coming. Kaufman. Yeah, you look at his ERA and AAA. Look, the PCL, the Pacific Coast League, is ridiculous. So mm-hmm. take it with a grain of salt. He's been a top pitching prospect for a while. And he's a guy drafted second round 2019. Won the College World Series with the University of Michigan. Got shut down in 2019. The world got shut down in 2020. So he didn't really debut to become a professional until two years after being drafted. Yeah. Made one start with High East Spokane and then went to double A. So his, he goes from being drafted to going to be uh, to double A to be a Hartford yard goat. Mm-hmm. So he's had a rough go of it. Mm-hmm. Hasn't really got many breaks. But I think he's a nice, you know, middle to back of the end, uh, back of the rotation kind of starter. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to him showing what he's been able to do. Coming off of a really good start in Las Vegas, another one of those tough locations in the Pacific Coast League to pitch in. Mm-hmm. Six innings pitched, only gave up two runs. No walks. You know Buddy's going to like that. Oh, Buddy hates walks. He's going <laughs> to he love that. He freaking hates a walk. That's good. I'm excited to see what uh, Carl Kaufman can do up here in the bigs. I know uh, Jeff Dooley just talked so much about uh, Carl Kaufman last season. Had yeah. nothing but great things to say about him. Seemed like... Sorry, I'm so distracted by what is happening right now. Carl Kaufman, two Fs, two Ns. Yeah. Because you should F in care about Carl Kaufman. You should go see him pitch on Friday night, and you're going to see that so much better with these shady rays I have on, or any shady rays, really. What is happening? I, I do love these sunglasses. This is my favorite look on you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. These look good. Th- this removes a little of the Forrest Gump vibe, though, you know? It really, it makes you look like not, I'm gonna. I'm not, not trying to gump. bully you. It makes you look like not a dork. Yeah. <laughs> what? I like to talk about the history of baseball all the time and names. I'm so cool. Yeah. No, this is the Forrest Gump, <laughs> Forrest Gump 2000, you know, because I'm bringing it to the future. Forrest yes. Gump 2000. That's what That's he, he would have worn when he did all that running. Oh, Absolutely. No, it's great. They, uh, they're an independent sunglass company, Shady Rays. And the best part is when you use code DNVR, you can buy one, get one for free, or this is actually better for you. Go to the Park Meadows Mall, buy two or more pair of polarized sunglasses. You get 50% off all of those. So actually, well, no, I guess it is kind of the same. If you only want three, I'm not going to get into the mathematics of it. I don't want to get into You're the, overcomplicating it. I don't want to get into the wins above replacement when it comes to the Shady Rays. Bottom line is you use code DNVR. And if you get your pair and you don't like it, send it back within 30 days. Boom, you get a refund. If you happen to lose your glasses like some people, they will give you a new pair. I don't know how that many is, times. That is you an are, unreal deal. You've, re, you've read the policy very closely. Yes. Now, they do it one time. Do they do it for two times? I don't know. I haven't found out yet. You haven't? I haven't yet. had to find out yet. Now, when you say yet, that means it's eventually going to happen, just like the Nuggets are eventually going to win, and that we're all going to be celebrating with some Mile High City Golden Ale. <laughs> Look, every batch is blessed with a sprinkle of that it factor, allegedly. That has helped Nikola Jokic win back-to-back MVPs. Should be Three-time MVPs. Doesn't Shut matter. up, Patrick. <laughs> doesn't, I, look, I don't keep track of who won it this year. I just know that he didn't. But it doesn't matter because he's getting something even better. And that is an NBA championship. And he going to bring it to Serbia, folks. He's going to bring it to Serbia. Kale's probably going to go back out there again. Is it going to be another Kale's Serbian summer Yo, trip? I would go back to Serbia in a heartbeat. I don't think the company will ever send me back, but I would. <laughs> Kale is a celeb in Serbia, along with the whole Nuggets beat. The whole Nuggets crew. We were uh, we were celebs in Serbia. It was pretty dope. Um, uh, do, This is a sidebar mid-ad read, but Alan Trejo was giving me and uh, Kevin Collins a hard time. About Ooh. Embiid, the Embiid MVP. Rightfully so. He did, was like, it should have been Jokic three times in a row. We're like, what? You should, did you Shut say, up. <laughs> did you retort by saying, yeah, he is good, as seen in game one of the Western Conference Finals against the Los Angeles Lakers? That would have been a, a good retort. Um, yeah, no, I didn't say. I was too busy being bullied by Alan Trejo. Kale, you know what? <laughs> so I didn't. I did. Here's how we get you back. Here's how we get you back to Serbia. You go to Serbia... 
Type in breckbrew.com, use the Breckbrew locator, and really celebrate with a Mile High City Golden Ale in Serbia. Thanks to the Breckbrew locator. That's that's how we're getting you back. You're welcome. Boom. It's Boom. seamless. Seamless. Boom. I love the Mile High City Ale, though. That is my favorite of the Brecks. Yo, I, it used to be on tap here at the DNVR bar, and I drank it so much that we don't have it anymore, and I'm sad about it. Well, I think um, I heard from the bartenders that all of the Mile High City Golden Ale is at Ball Arena. Whoa. It's just they 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 don't have enough. They they're can't make it main, fast enough. They're just mainlining it to ball for they're, the They've got a run. pipeline from their brewery right to Ball Arena. I love that. <laughs> but yeah, no, it still exists. Uh, we don't have it at the bar because we it's don't? all at ball. Yo, I've been trying to find it in stores too. And it's like genuinely like, it's like flying off the shelves really? right it's now. It's too like good. so popular. It's such a good beer. It's too good for its own yeah. good. But in all seriousness, Kale, have you gone to breckbrew.com and the Breckbrew locator? Hey, I have. It's like really convenient, and it's where you can find uh, your favorite beers from Breck Brew. Oh my God, that's amazing! And you know what? If you get into a car accident on your way there, just kidding, Susie. We're gonna peep some tweets. Yeah, we can. Are we done with? Um, was it. Did they get into the dark place about him getting we into, took a car it to a dark place. It was just gonna be like he was just gonna sideswipe someone, so their 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 side view mirror was gonna pop off. Like it's just a fun accident. Is this a, is this really an ad read? No. Oh my god. Look, that's why you Wait, need to watch every minute. This, that was nope. not a back as a shaker. Nope. Oh my god. This is <laughs> oh. Shoot. My my bad. Sorry. Sorry. I was about to give you so many props for that transition. Look, it's just it's just it's just muscle memory sometimes that if someone says back as a shaker, back as a shaker. We have to sing it. Someone so, send them that bonus little mini ad read. Who? It's on the house. Send who? Back as a shaker. Let's peep some tweets. Let's end the show on a feel, fun note. I feel like we're hitting notes like Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake doing the Bee Gees. I mean, I am a soprano, so that's called a falsetto. Thank you. Kayla's loving this right now, right? True. Ooh. Oh my gosh, wait, I've missed the peep the tweets logo. There it is. <laughs> Using those binoculars. It's all happening. I did use the binoculars. I borrowed uh, the Rockies come department binoculars like today because i had to figure out it was when michael tolia was at first base and like there was a runner a reds runner at first base and i'm like is the reds guy short or does he just look short because michael tolia is so tall yeah and it was like a little bit of both he shouldn't be standing directly on top of first base that's unfair yeah that's kind of unfair did you use those binoculars in the peep some tweets graphic did you use them to go a bird watching Oh, we're going to talk we're going to talk about a bird. Holly, you were looking down when I said that. I don't think you heard me. You weren't paying attention. Did you use those binoculars to go a bird watching? No. I don't think you got it. Let me say it again. I don't get it. Did, Are you just talking about bird watching? Is this a Jake Bird joke? Mhm. Jake Bird. The go eagle, birds. the vulture. Go birds. The badass Jake Bird. Also, the gentleman Jake Bird. Yes. He's got a lot of nicknames. He went from zero to five nicknames in a weekend. <laughs> That's unheard of right now. Um, Kale, what's the status on the Jake Bird T and D and VR locker? <laughs> we'll talk about it post show. Susie, let's pee some teas. All right, listen, we're actually going to start with a tweet about a bird. Zach Gallen was warming up, throwing some balls. Zach Gallen killed a bird with his curveball today. Oh. Zach Gallen was. Um well, he couldn't wait to tell everybody as he made his way back from uh, uh, throwing a, a side session here because he had a bird. I'm an animal lover, so this hurts me, but in the spirit of Randy Johnson, I think you know where we're going with this. The bird is no longer with us. I know Zach Gallon took some time to recognize that, but he hit it with a curveball mid-air, mid-flight, and our cameras caught it. Zach Gallon was... Uh... That's crazy. It's crazy that it's happened more than once. I don't care for this. Oh. As a bird watcher, I don't care for this. I, I'm not making light of the passing of this bird, but I just think it's wild Are they that just, it happened. Has Zach Gallon ever gone to Africa and killed a rhino too? I mean, no, this guy. No, he hasn't. He hasn't. I did see the clip and I didn't know who threw it. By the way, Randy Johnson did that. That was in Tucson mm -hmm. uh, during spring training. Diamondbacks pitchers have now killed two birds. Yeah. I, I'm what waiting the for, hell? I'm waiting for PETA to come at them. Two. They've now killed two birds. Zach Gallen 
It's funny when you said that. Wow, the Diamondbacks hate birds. When you said Zach Gallon, I don't know. Something happened in my head. Maybe I'm imagining the letters. G is close to the letter H. We're thinking about Zach's with a last name of H. Also, sometimes Zach can be spelled with an H. I thought it was going to be something about Zach Hample. Because we, we haven't talked about that. Did I don't you? Know if we want to. Did you? Is that the next one? Yeah, I, it is. No, I did not. <laughs> yes, I did not. Is. I swear to God. Patrick, can you? Yeah, the next one. Uh, Zach Hample banned from the Spokane Indian Stadium. Wow, yeah. Officially. Do you know why he was trending earlier this week? Uh, do you I want me to do you me to walk you through it? I did, but I was like, oh, that's why. So I might have missed something. I may have missed something because if it's what I think it is, eh, maybe so, we, we we might have just we might have jumped the shark with him in a bad way, like where people are now officially done with him. I mean, I've already banned him from Coors Field, so he was at, um, uh, okay, so a couple of things were happening at the Orioles game the other day. I'm not sure which day, mm-hmm. but um. At the beginning of the game, so there, there's a guy who's a very popular um, Twitch streamer, and he plays MLB The Show. AJ um, Rodriguez, AJ, right? AJ, yes, yeah. exactly. So he was at the game. He is a big Cedric Mullins guy. He is super popular in the MLB The Show world. He's cool. He's I've also, watched a lot of his stuff. Yeah, yeah he's, cool. he's he's a, a part of the MLB creator class, too. He's oh, a nice. super cool dude, makes great content. But um, so anyway, he was there, got to like meet Cedric Mullins. So that was fun. Cedric Mullins ends up homering in that game. Um, but Zach Hample was the one who caught it. Yeah. And apparently he wouldn't give it to AJ. <sighs> Not a so, good look. I mean, it's a terrible look because already like no one likes Zach Hample. Yeah. Ragnar's- I can't believe you guessed that uh, we were talking about Zach Hample. We're peeping some Zach tweets today. I can't wait to find, the, find out what the third a, one is going Zach to be. Day. Uh, Ragnar saying in the DNVR sports chat, Hample is cringe. He's so cringe. He He's so cringe. And like, it's so funny because I, I tweeted out too. I was like, if I ever see Zach Hample at Coors Field, I will citizens arrest him. And I got a bunch of DMs of saying like, oh my gosh, he did this and this and this at my ballpark and like, I can't stand him. And I'm like, yeah, like he yelled at our elderly usher out there. You don't yell at John. No, so rude. Yeah. I know he was nice when I met him in, in San Francisco last year, if you remember. Uh, yeah, you guys, you guys did have a, a, a pleasant conversation, I've heard. But, but still, we, so here's the thing: I I was like, oh, that's that's why, like, he didn't give a ball to like another adult who's also on the in inside. He's he's like hanging out with players, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That it is kind of strange. Like, I I don't have as big of an issue just, of it, you know? It's not a kid. Yeah, it's an adult. Yeah, and it's adult on the inner. He's on the other side of the... But it was his birthday. Of the velvet rope. Was it? It was AJ's birthday. You're throwing that in there. You're lying. No, it was AJ's birthday. Uh, That's not good. I know. Yeah. It's a bad look. That's bad. I I, know. I thought he... I thought it might have been worse than that. But again, I think it's a jump the shark moment of like, you know what? It's one too many incidents. No longer allowed in Spokane. We've reached our capacity. Kind of. But yeah, I think that's the first team in the Rockies organization to ban Zach Hample. At least officially, right? Yeah. I thought I might have seen something with the yard goats... I don't know. You know what? I'll find out <laughs> if he's been banned from. Let's find out real fast. Duncan we'll text Park. Tim Restall. Quick, get. It. I'm sure he's watching right now. Tim like really does respond really quickly. Is Zach Hample? Where else should Zach Hample be banned from besides ballparks? If he's a guy who's going around stealing balls, where? Mm, that mm, didn't sound good. Edit that out, please. So, so more Zach tweets. Do we, Zach Davies do anything? No, no. Uh, last one is a Zach Bryce. Har- no, it's a, it's a Bryce Harper tweet. Oh, okay, cool. Um, uh, this is how Bryce Harper is tweeting, his, treating his elbow after his Tommy John surgery. Just like so reckless. Yeah. We talked about him just kind of getting thrown around a little bit by his coaches. Um, how have they done, by the way, since the Bryce Bird brawl? I'm so glad you asked, Patrick. Camera on me, Kale. Camera on me. The Philadelphia Phillies have lost four games in a row since the Jake Bird, Bryce Harper incident. So who's the loser effing organization now? Hmm? Answer, Philadelphia Phillies. I don't know. Philadelphia Phillies. I didn't like like the way they they treated their hosts over the weekend. I didn't like it. No? Nope, not good. <laughs> Philly's struggling. That's what happens when you go toe to toe with gentlemen, 
Jake Berg. That's what happens. Like, also... When you line up from Jake the Vulture Bird. <laughs> when you line up against Jake Ill Eagle Bird. Oh, my god, The Birdman, a.k.a. <laughs> Jake Birdman. You... It's not going to be good for That's you. That's what happens. It's I haven't, not gonna got, be good. I haven't gotten a response yet from Tim Restall. But um, uh, I will say, listen, you know how much I talk about the Phillies on this show. No. The fact what? that I just like, had something not positive to say about the Phillies, like that's how you know it was bad. Um, I asked Tim Restall, is Zach Campbell banned from Duncan Park? He goes, who? Who? <laughs> that's better. a better response than you would think. Yes. In the chat, Bird wins the brawl. Yes. Bird broke Bryce. Tongue twister, but yes. Bird broke Bryce. Yeah, that is a tongue twister. That is really hard to say. <laughs> of friggin lootly Yes. Oh, man. All right, so that's our, I guess so, that's our answer. So, Susie, let's see if, see if we've got some more viral content. Susie Hunter, go ahead and look into the camera right now. Is Zach Hample banned from the DNVR bar? Zach Hample is 1,000% Banned from the DNVR bar. Why? Because he sucks. <laughs> Sometimes the truth is better than creativity, maybe. I, just, what can I say that hasn't already been said by me on this podcast? Look, he likes to hawk balls, right? He's a, He's a ball hawk. Camera back on me. Camera back on me. He is a menace to society. Thank you for indulging me. And since this is baby ball, no. This is one baby ball abort. All right. Uh, not that I was going to, that wasn't going to come out right. All right. Uh, You're doing ballerina. your best. You're doing your best. I'm doing my best. I'm a little bit tired. Uh, but what isn't tired is our Twitter account at DNVR <laughs> underscore Rockies. At Patrick D. Lyons is where my Twitter account can be found. And listen, you can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. This has been at Kale underscore Sorbo. Yes. At Kale Sorbo with two L's. Yes, at Kale Sorbo. With two L's. Lakers fans, jump in to the DMs. Um, but <laughs> but follow the Instagram. You know what? Come for the Lakers hate, but stay for the photography. Is that right, Kale? Yeah, I post, I post some photos. I think they're pretty he, good. He posts great photos. He's being great modest. Great photos. Absolutely great stuff. Uh, momentous show, as always, but... Veronica, Susanna, Hunter. Not my name. What? It's close. It's actually close. Close. It's not close. <laughs> Closer than you think. I've seen the birth certificate. Um, I don't know why your mom showed it to me and not you. But you know what they say about momentum. Patrick, please tell me what they say. It's only as good as your next show, which is why it's going to be great. We got a Tune in show. on Friday, live on the DNVR Pre sports channel, on YouTube, pregame at... 5 o'clock p.m. Yeah, see you guys. First taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.